Greetings, salutations, blessings, and blissings, podcast fam. Tizzle here, back and in full effect. In today's episode, we're going to discuss where in the world has Tizzle been these two past Wednesdays? (laughs) Before we get into the episode, I wanted to give a major shout out and express mad love, appreciation, and gratitude to all of my listeners. Y'all, please understand, understand, overstand how truly blessed and fortunate I am to have all of your support. I need you all to understand how much it means to me The fact that y'all take your time to listen and just share space. I really, really appreciate it. In addition, those of you who listen to podcasts via Apple, please check me out. I'm finally on the Apple podcast platform, y'all. Mama, I made it. (laughs) Nah, but for real, I'm on Apple podcasts now and... I would really appreciate those of you who are on Apple Podcasts if you could leave me a review. It's really important for new podcasts to get feedback and it it helps Apple to see that there are people who are listening and interested. So I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so, so much. Also, wanted to let you guys know that even though I said that my next podcast was going to be about the Tizzle fourth period survey, that is not what this podcast is about. Please forgive me. It's not that it's not going to happen. It's just that life has happened and revealing the survey results has taken a pause. With that being stated, let's get into this episode, y'all. So, as you have probably figured out, I am on the road. I'm currently driving. Yes, I'm being safe. I'm, I'm hands-free. I'm using this time because I'm going to be on the road for about another hour and a half. And I'm definitely seizing and capitalizing on this moment. I was all revved up and ready to record this Tizzle's fourth period survey episode. Y'all, I'm really excited to share this survey information with you. It's really enlightening. It's informative, shocking in some regards. It's going to be good. Look for that episode within the next couple of days. But why did I not record the episode? So last week, When I was preparing to record the episode, I kept getting this nagging kind of voice in the back of my head that was like, nah, don't record this yet. You haven't done your website. I was like, what? What is, I don't even understand. What does this mean? 
And instead of fighting it, instead of questioning it, he stayed up like two days straight, maybe five, six hours of sleep because I was creating, I was in the flow. And y'all, I'm almost done with my website. <laughs> I say almost done because as anyone who is a creator or an artist knows, um, there's always so much criticism and this desire to be a perfectionist and I've changed the website so many times. It is currently live, but I'm not going to reveal it until I finish these last couple of touches and then make sure you check out my Instagram because I will release it there so all of y'all can see. Y'all have had a Wix account for over a year and a half and every time I've attempted to create a website I've never finished it. For those of you who have had me in a classroom as a student you know I always talk about how I start art projects and never finish them and creating a website was no different but for whatever reason last week at the beginning of the week it was just on my mind tough like you need to finish this website so I share this story about this little voice telling me to create this website because I have operated so long in fear and worry and anxiety really concerned with how other people would perceive me and I know without any shadow of a doubt that it's really the reason why I haven't finished the website. But now, because I'm putting myself out there, because my theme of this year is now or never, there's no excuse. As you heard in my last podcast when I went to the vigil, I'm really trying to prevent bypassing things that I have always put to the side or put on the back burner for whatever reason. And this website was definitely one of them. I'm excited about the website and I know that as I continue to grow, as I continue to share, as I continue with this transparency, as I continue with this fourth period movement, I'm going to add more to the website. So it's, it's only just begun and I'm really excited about it and I'm really excited to share it with you all and I'm really excited to embark upon this journey in such an open way. And I'm excited because the same thing I would do in a classroom when I would start a lesson plan in the beginning, how I would be nervous about presenting it, but how as I would discuss it and flesh it out, you know, students would gain interest. They would become hype and we would just vibe off of each other's synergy. And the things that were created it was so beautiful and I'm learning how to recreate a lot of the synergy and vibe that I had in my four-walled classroom experience to the collective which is not contained in four walls and it's foreign to me but at the same time it's really exciting and I'm excited and grateful to share it with you all.
I share that story just to remind all of you, like, even when you have the greatest of intentions, you know, like I had my notes ready for sharing out the Tizzle fourth period survey results, but then there was this little voice and it's the little voice is so subtle because at first I thought it was me trying to avoid doing the podcast, but it wasn't. It was my higher self, I believe, telling me to do something that I should have done months ago. Because like I said, I've had this website paid for with the domain for over a year and a half. But because of previous failed ventures, because of self-doubt, because of lack of confidence, I didn't follow through. And with this now or never mentality and theme that I'm taking for 2020, higher self really checked me and I'm grateful for it. So that's what happened with last week. After I missed the Wednesday deadline to air my podcast last week, I really wasn't tripping on it because I was creating a website and I know that this website is important to the podcast because the website is sort of a landing page to the podcast and it's something that I knew I should have done because in the podcast moguls class that I've taken, one of the first things she says to do is to create a website. But again, I thought, you know, I'm grown, I'm going to do what I'm going to do and I bypassed. Anyway. I continued working on the website, but then work, life, I had to stop. And for those of you who are creators, when you're in a flow and you are just on fire and it just feels good to create, having to stop to do something like work, it's it's a struggle. I'm not going to front. But... I really enjoy what I do as a brand ambassador, so it wasn't that big of a a deal for me. This next part of my story is about the importance of showing up and putting out in the universe what you want to receive because universe will always throw it back at you. I went out to demo at Erewhon on Sunset. And it was cool. I was having a good time. And it was so interesting because I met just some really amazing and interesting people. Right? I met this one lady. I can't remember her name, but she had this tattoo that was like psychic power or something tattooed on her chest she ended up giving me a business card and turns out she's a snake channeler and she's super into kundalini vibes and I'm super into kundalini vibes then talking with somebody else I end up having this bomb conversation with this cat named Andrew and Y'all, this young man, I'm really hoping that I can get him on this podcast because he has bars. 
And when I say bars, I mean rap, like lyrics for days. So clever, so intelligent, so next level, third eye leveling up on so many, like, woo! We were in Erewhon just, just vibing and it was great. And I was so grateful because had I not shown up that day, I would not have had the opportunity to meet the psychic Kundalini chick and then Andrew with the bars. And it's, it's beautiful to me because both of those people have gifts, have talents that I want to share, that I want to bring to you on this podcast. And there are so many people that I have lined up to be on this podcast, y'all. But like for these first couple episodes, I just gotta, I gotta flesh it out. I gotta get you familiarized with me and how we're gonna flow with this before I start bringing on guests. But I was so grateful because Universe definitely brought these people into my space because they have important information that needs to be shared with the collective so stay tuned stay tuned after meeting these lovely people i went back home and i was trying to finish the website so i could record The Tizzle Fourth Period survey episode, and it just wasn't flowing, y'all. I just, I started to hit a roadblock, a creative roadblock, and then self-doubt started to push in, right? And then I had to get ready to go out of town for a trade show up in San Francisco. It was a complete shift of energy because instead of focusing on finishing the website instead of focusing on recording the podcast episode I had to get in mindset for putting in work like actual work my (laughs) J-O-B so again I had to pause now at this point I'm not gonna lie I'm 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 feeling some type of way about myself The four agreements is something that I heavily believe in. And one of the four agreements is to be impeccable with your word. And at this point, it's Friday and I still haven't finished my website. I still haven't recorded the episode I said I was going to. And I'm I'm starting to really go in on myself. It was tough. It was definitely tough. But then I kept pushing it down. I kept you know, snapping myself out of it. Like, nah, it's okay, you know, it's okay. I began to get ready uh, to go on this road trip up to San Francisco. Yes, I drove solo dolo, it was beautiful. But y'all, on the way up to San Francisco, I had a near-death experience. Driving on the five, around 5.45, six o'clock in the morning, And out of nowhere, it's still dark. The sun hasn't quite risen. And I'm looking in front of me and I'm like, are these headlights coming at me? And I don't mean like headlights in the other lane. Like for those of you who 
are in Southern California, when you're driving up the five, there's no dividers between the traffic that's going south on the five versus the traffic that's going north. It's just like open grass. And so it was like seconds and I had to be like, whoa, these are headlights. Ladies and gentlemen, I was driving at least 80 miles per hour because on the five, you on that push mode and I was in the fast lane. So 80 is is suitable. When I tell you, once I realized that these were actual headlights, I had to swerve so tough out of the fast lane and to my right lane. I didn't bother looking to see. I don't remember looking, but I remember my little Prius was like, whoa, and I was shaking so bad because I realized, damn, if I had dozed off for a second, if I had looked down at my phone for a second, that would have been it, (laughs) y'all. That would have been it. (sighs) I was shook. Hella shook. So, it, woof, even just replaying it in my head catches me, catches me off guard a little bit. Anyway, I make it to San Francisco and now I'm ready to put in work. I'm ready to connect with my team. I only get to see them twice a year and so. It's show and prove time, for show, for show. I'm in my hotel room, you guys. I brought my laptop. I brought my recording equipment. I'm like, yeah, every time I come home, I'm going to work on my website. (laughs) And I'm going to record the podcast episode because this hotel room is on the 18th floor and it's quiet. And as you know... I haven't recorded the episode. (laughs) Fast forward to Monday, earlier this week. My girl Venus, shout out to V. Love you, mamas. My girl V is hitting up my phone. It's like 7.30 in the morning, but I'm getting ready to go to the trade show. So I just ignore it because I just, I don't have the space to like engage like you know I'm on focus mode V calls me again around 11:30 and then I'm like okay bet hey love I sent her a text message hey love I'm at a trade show in San Francisco I will hit you up after it's done at 5 p.m. peace and blessings or something like that right and y'all this, I'm sharing this because timing is everything. Timing is everything. I waited until about 5.15 after I walked back to my hotel room from the trade show and I gave V a call. Y'all, I was not ready for the phone call and for the conversation that we had. Ultimately, Venus was hysterical. It was hard to hear her, but I got the gist of what she was saying. And she was sharing with me the most 
shocking, hurtful, disappointing news I've received all year. And for those of you who are following me on Instagram and you've seen my stories, you know that there was a beautiful soul, an earth angel, a healer, <laughs> a baby Buddha named Talia that I met from Larea's bodega. I actually brought in the new year with her and several soul tribe from the bodega. And it, I couldn't believe the news at first. I thought she was playing a joke on me, but unfortunately she wasn't. After I got off the phone with V, just processing the news, during our conversation, she had said that she reached out to another Soul Tribe family member named Rich. Shout out, Rich. Love you, fam. And I got on the phone with Rich, and we were talking on the phone, and I wanted to make sure that he was okay because we were both in San Francisco. I wanted to make sure he was cool and if he wanted to hang out, if he needed the support, etc. But that wasn't the case. And it was all good because we both needed the space to process and to, to heal from the news that we had just received. By this time, it's like 6.30. And... I end up Marcoing Gwynafam. Shout out to Gwynafam. Love you, mamas, as well. And you guys, I'm shouting out all these people because I want to express the importance of having a support group, having Soul Tribe that you can reach out to, even if they're not in your physical space, even if they're not in your physical presence, because it makes so much of a difference. The people that know you, the people that spend a lot of time with you, it's, it's okay to lean on them and to let you know or to let them know that you need them in times such as these. After I got off the phone with Gwynafam, I was exhausted. I ended up taking a nap and woke up around 10.30 at night and then I called my partner Lucian and was just letting him know everything that had happened and just talking to him and hearing his voice was really soothing and supportive and like I was saying, just reaching out to people in times such as these, they're so, so important. After I got off the phone with him, y'all, I couldn't sleep. I was up. I tried to meditate. I took a shower. I watched some YouTube videos. And I ended up finding my thesis from last year when I spoke on it in Hawaii. And... (laughs) (laughs) This is why I talk about timing because I had completely forgotten that I had recording 
of my thesis and just re-watching it and seeing me in action. And even though there were only three people in that audience, Lou being one of them because he was recording me and then the two young ladies who actually attended my thesis session. I mean, I'm so grateful for that thesis and just the fact that I was trying to self-soothe, I was trying to distract, I was trying to calm my nerves, I ended up finding that information. And it's really important because I feel like universe led me to rediscovering the recordings of my thesis because what I'm saying in discussing my thesis is so important. And I realized the things that I was saying, it needs to be shared with the collective. And the things that I'm saying, I know I'm going to end up putting on my website. (laughs) So it's like, even though I'm being hard on myself, even though all these things are happening, it's like, it's all purposeful. It's all aligning. It's all coming together. It's like a puzzle piece. And I didn't even know, but again, just going with the flow, just being open and being able to receive. And so now I'm adding the recordings from my thesis discussion to my website for everyone to see. So definitely look forward to that, y'all. I finally was able to go to sleep, y'all. And then because Tuesday was the last day of the trade show, my boss wanted us to get there early so that we could essentially get everything taken care of so we wouldn't have to be there as late getting ready to go and to ship things back. When I woke up Tuesday morning, y'all, I really thought that the night before was a dream. And when I realized that it wasn't a dream, I could not contain my emotion. I cried upon waking up. I cried within minutes of waking up once I realized that it wasn't a dream and that it was real. And I was so sad. But at the same time, I couldn't just allow my sadness to consume me. I had a job to do. I got ready and proceeded to go to the convention center where I was meeting up with my team. I had my lunch on me, eye of raw, beanie on. I had my hoodie on. Y'all, I was in straight turtle mode. I really didn't want to be seen. I just wanted to go throughout my day and do my thing and not be bothered. Mind you, I had had support. I had had discussions. I had had conversations. I was able to 
talk with people that I know love, care for me, and support me. And I I appreciated it. It felt good. So by the time I met up with my team, I got to our booth. A dear friend and coworker, DC. Shout out to DC. I appreciate you so much, fam, and I love you. As I'm walking towards the booth, he starts to walk towards me. And you guys, his arms are outstretched. As in, he's, he's coming at me like with a hug. And I kid you not, I fall into this man's arms and I begin to cry. I'm in a convention center crying my heart and soul out ugly cries not making noise being loud like I could not help my emotion I was overwhelmed with just sadness and then I realized he was the first person that I had hugged since I found out the news yes I had had support from loved ones over the phone but there was no physical contact and him coming at me with raised arms approaching me to hug me was such a powerful gesture and it solidified for me how important it is to have human contact we go through such traumatic things on a day-to-day basis And how many of us don't have access to a hug? And I'm bringing this up because hugging was something that was so prevalent in my classroom. I mean, it's something that I miss. I hugged up on students every day. Five days of the week, I was getting hugs in, hundreds of hugs in the day. And so, In this really low point for me, I was so grateful and really gained an even deeper understanding of the importance of a hug. And it made me reflect and realize like, we are operating in school systems that are telling us as educators that we shouldn't hug up on kids because it's a liability. And from this experience that I had, I know without any shadow of a doubt that that hug healed me. That hug helped me. But it also made me sad because it just made me realize how many kids come into school having dealt with something traumatic. Who knows? It could be an array of things. But just knowing that a lot of kids are coming to school the next day and not getting any kind of hug. That's not right, y'all. Think about that. After I finished ugly crying and snotting all over DC's shirt, I ran to the bathroom, partially because I was embarrassed and because I just needed to get myself together so that I can actually do my job. And then it was even more beautiful because my VP, shout out to Martha, she was waiting for me in the bathroom And y'all, she's tiny. She's half my size and super petite. 
And I just leaned all up on her and I hugged her, I squeezed her, I was shaking. And because we were in the privacy of the bathroom, I started sharing with her videos of baby Buddha Talia. And I was sharing with her what a special child she was and how hurt I was that this beautiful three-year-old healer was taken from us. And she had never met Talia before, but in that moment, just being able to share with her, she was there sharing space with me, sharing my pain, empathizing with me. And it was so beautiful, and I know it helped me to heal. It strengthened me. Being able to have that space, being able to share with another human being, it was so important. I'm emphasizing this story, you guys, because I'm 36 years old. I've had life experiences, but this was something that floored me. And if it weren't for DC and if it weren't for Martha, I, I don't know if I would have made it through that day. And I really am so grateful and appreciative of them because they were the first two people after finding out such tragic news that I had physical contact with, that I gave heart-to-heart hugs to, that helped to strengthen me and give me enough endurance and resilience to get through my day without breaking down. Yes, Martha said that if I wanted to, I could have taken the day off, but I knew that I couldn't do that because I just would have been sad. And she said, you know what, take your time, do what you need to do. And I was so grateful, y'all. And it reminded me of what I used to do with my students when they would come into my classroom, when they would have sad days, when they would come in with their head downs, when they would come in with energy that I could sense was off. It's like, what's up? How are you doing? I engaged in a conversation. I let them know that I cared. I let them know that I was concerned. More of us need to make sure we do that, not only with students, but with each other. I cleaned myself up after my hug and sharing with Martha. And I came back out and The national sales manager and my direct manager were both really supportive and gave me hugs as well. And I'm so grateful because before I arrived, DC was kind enough to make a buffer for me. And he had said, hey, you know, give Ilea some space. And they were respectful and they did so. But what I want to share, in addition to DCM Martha helping to strengthen me, they also reminded me how important it is to operate from love, to operate from compassion. I did not have any room or any tolerance for anything negative at that point. I just needed to be filled with love. I just needed to be filled with compassion. I just needed to be filled with understanding. And so I myself became an example of that. And it helped so much. It helped me to get through a day that 
I initially thought I was not going to be able to muster through. And I share this with you because even when people come at you with the foulest of foul, it is so important to take that higher road and to understand that they might be going through something too. Even when you're going through something, it doesn't mean that you can't be there for other people. And I really felt that that's the position I took on Tuesday. I really got to see my own strength. I got to see my own resilience. And I really ultimately owed this to baby Talia because she was really on my mind about being strong, about being an example, about how important it is to hold space for people, about how important it is to operate from love and compassion and not from anything malevolent or negative. And I really believe that that's what young people do for us if we allow them to. It's unfortunate that the tragedy of her death illuminated this example for me, but I hope that I have been able to express to you how important operating from love, compassion, and understanding is even in the darkest of times and how important it is to connect with people through trauma, despite trauma. The last bit of my journey within this week really just reflects on today and the beautiful people that I met. Today is Friday and I still didn't record my podcast like I was supposed to on Wednesday. And admittedly, you guys, it put me in a downward spiral. (laughs) I started to speak negatively to myself. I started to doubt myself. Insecurity started to settle in. And I just felt like I was such a joke. But then, during demo, shout out to Clark's Loma Linda and Clark's in Rancho Mirage. I met the most beautiful people. Y'all, I met a couple who's been married for over 62 years, Dr. Gladden. They're both doctors. And they were just so sweet and reminded me they were mirrors. The wife, she came up to me and she said, you have such beautiful energy. Wow, what do you do? And I started to explain to her how I'm a teacher and how I'm on leave. And I just started going in on my story. And then her husband came through and he started sharing with me how he used to be a teacher and he understands my situation. And he's so proud of me for what I'm doing. This man is 97 years old, you guys. 
And he said he's proud of me for what I'm doing. He said he's proud of me for following my heart and doing something that's challenging and against the system. Especially because so many people are afraid to do so. Y'all, this is a stranger. Someone I've never even met. Speaking these words to me when I am in a low of low. When I'm just really hard on myself. The creator of plant power. And he was telling me his story because he used to be a lawyer. And he just had this vision. And he finally went out on a limb to pursue this dream. To pursue this vision. And now for those of you who are in the vegan community. Y'all know how fire plant power is. Shout out to Besties fam because... Plant Power was there on the Friday (laughs) pop-up. So I met the best friend of the creator of Plant Power. And he just, this gentleman, Tommy, just happened to have a wife who was an educator. And he overstood my situation and was just so supportive. Oh, and... I Man, forgive me. Yesterday, I was at the Clarks in Riverside, and I met beautiful Betty. Who is Betty, y'all? Betty is the mom of Plate of Hue. Plate of Hue, which was created by Chef On. Shout out to Chef On with his delicious food, his gorgeous beard, and amazing teeth. Then, I end up going to... The Loma, then I end up going to the Clarks and Rancho Mirage. Y'all, I'm tired. <laughs> I had to drive an hour and some change from Loma Linda to Rancho Mirage, but I'm like, I got this, I got this. I ended up waiting in my car a little bit, got in around five o'clock, and I was like, cool, I'm gonna do a five to eight demo. Bet, let's rock this. I go in, and like I said earlier, With the universe, you put out the energy you want to receive. And so that's what I did. And I got exactly what I needed. I met this beautiful family, mother and father, and three beautiful little girls. And it was amazing because the mother was an inventor, y'all, of this dope nursing cardigan, Clarissa. Shout out to Clarissa and her fam. Love y'all. Dad was telling me how she had almost gotten on Shark Tank. And we just had this beautiful conversation, you guys. And I found out that the mom homeschools. And she's in a co-op. And that's really the, the, the vibe and the energy that I've been connecting with lately. Because I'm about alternative education. Because I truly feel like that's where we're going. That's where we're headed. And I meet this beautiful family and I give her my card. And I was like, wow, make sure you hit me up. I got you guys. Her husband owns a gym called Rim of the World Gym. Like it was so, I I can't even imagine like how I met these beautiful people, but I did. Then as I was wrapping up with Clarissa and her family there's this gentleman just kind of hanging out and I was like oh excuse me sir I'm so sorry and then I end up talking to this gentleman turns out his name is Tommy and it was an older black gentleman and guess what y'all 
His wife was an educator who just retired because she was tired of the school system. So here I am beating myself up over the head and just like that universe is bringing me all of these people that are encouraging me who are supporting me and rooting for me and understands what I'm going through and are advocating for me. In addition, (laughs) it was beautiful because he knows. And she was also telling me about her experience working in schools in food service and just the things that she would experience and see. And she too was telling me Like, man, I hear you. I support you. And it's like, what? So in the past 48 hours, ladies and gentlemen, even though I'm sitting up here in my own head, psyching myself out, calling myself all kinds of names, universe has my back so deep and is not letting me fall into this trap of negative self-talk and I'm so grateful because I allowed myself to be open and receive these messages because I truly believe in what I'm doing and I just had a setback and ultimately what I'm learning to understand the lessons that I'm gleaning from this past week and a half is that setbacks happen but ultimately You can't let the setbacks just completely throw you off. You can't completely discount or discredit yourself because I'm still human. And I wouldn't have these stories to share with you if I wasn't human. And that's part of this connection. That's part of this vibe. And I'm just, I had to share this with you guys, you know. Partially because I wanted you to be aware of why I've been absent, but also just to share with you the beautiful lessons that have occurred in my in my life since the last time I podcast. So, with all that being said, <laughs> I'm back, y'all. I'm refocused. And... Even though this isn't a Wednesday, (laughs) I will have, no doubt, (laughs) the Tizzle Fourth Period survey for next Wednesday. Maybe sooner. I truly appreciate y'all listening. I know the story was a little bit all over the place, but that's how my week was, (laughs) y'all. So just to conclude and to wrap everything up, make sure you take the time to listen to that little voice in your head because more often than not, when it's something that excites you, But there's a little bit of fear behind it. That's your higher self talking to you. Also, even in situations when 
you don't feel like going because there's something else you'd rather do put forth your best effort to show up and put out what you want to receive and universe will throw it back at you third when you are down on yourself for not following through on something that you said you were going to do when you find yourself not being impeccable with your word be gentle with yourself we tend to be our own worst critics but don't forget that you're human and that's a part of the process that's a part of the journey be gentle with yourself and in the same vein also know that universe has your back lastly don't ever be afraid to reach out to people that you know genuinely love and care for you and ask them for support ask them for a hug it's okay in those spaces because you can be safe with those people and those people are there to help heal you and to help strengthen you and i know because not only did i experience it myself personally this past week but it's something that i really took pride in in my classroom when i used to have the four walls <laughs> i appreciate you so much for your ears and for your time if it so behooves you please leave a review on Apple Podcast platform or if you're listening through the anchor.fm app please send me a message i would really love to hear your response and your feedback and to find out how and if any of this resonated with you i love you peace love light tizzle out <laughs>